Today we gather and we are given lessons on salvation. Lessons given to us by our God. And today we're going to begin in that beautiful second reading. And it is in that second reading that we hear St. Paul tell us the necessity of being convicted in the heart that Jesus is Lord. It is only when we are convicted in the heart that we can begin to profess and confess his holy name. Now there are many people today who love to profess his name, but are not convicted in the heart. Or are convicted in the heart, but will not profess his name. Today as we enter into these scriptures, I'd like to begin with a little quote from a podcast. I listen to a lot of Jeff Caven's podcasts. And Jeff Cavins had a quote from the book of the art of war. And I think it's applicable to today's readings. This book is written by Sun Tzu and he says, If you know the enemy and yourself, you not need fear the result of the battle. If you know only yourself but not the enemy, you will suffer defeat. And if you know neither yourself nor the enemy, you will lose every battle. Folks, this day and age, we have to put ourselves in a position to win. We have to know our Lord. We have to confess our Lord, because that's our baptismal call. We have to know our strengths and our weaknesses, because if we go into battle and we don't, we will falter. And the enemy today wants to take our Lord away from his mission as he attacks him in his identity. Our Lord was just baptized in the Jordan. And as he was baptized, he heard the beautiful words of his daddy, Papa, God the Father, say, You are my beloved son. The first words Satan's going to use against him to try to shake his curiosity, if you are the son of God. So an encouragement for you during this Lenten season is do not waste this Lent. Some people might give up because they've fallen away from their prayer, their penance, their fasting, their almsgiving. But the purpose of Lent is not about prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Those are the principles of Lent. The purpose of Lent is to root out sin in our life. Because that's where we are being tempted the most. And it is critical that we do Lent for the right reason and the right motive, or it will end in spiritual pride on Easter Sunday. Look what I did. And if we're full of spiritual pride, that would be worse than where we started on Ash Wednesday. For an encouragement to intensify our prayer, our fasting, and almsgiving, we turn to that beautiful first reading today. And in the book of Deuteronomy, we hear that the people are to give alms for the right reason. Moses said to the people, when you give alms, bring your gift to the temple in a basket and set it before the Lord. As you set it before the Lord, in doing so, you need to declare what God has done for you. Folks, God has blessed each and every one of us tremendously. 
but do we give back to God? And that's why Moses goes on today and he says, Abraham was a wandering loner. But Lord, you were so good to him, you made a great nation out of us because of him. Yes, the Lord could have picked anybody, but there was something in Abraham's heart that he was convicted in the Lord, that the Lord used him. Moses goes on and says, Lord, you saved us from slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, splitting the sea in two. What has the Lord done for you as you bring your gift to the altar today? Moses goes on and says, Lord, you've made that land, you prepared that land for us, that promised land, and it was filled with much produce as it flowed with milk and honey. God is about bringing goodness to us. And if we pray, we fast, we give alms, we're called to do it because of what the Lord has done for us on Good Friday and on Easter Sunday. So in essence, we are saying today, Lord, I bring my gift to you because you have been so good to me. I am aware of what you have done for me, Lord, and today I return it to you. How do we do our Latin penance? We do it for the reason of how good God has been to us. And I look at my own life. There are four times already I should be in a grave. But the Lord has spared me. Falling through a vehicle on a lake, ice fishing. The vehicle is on the bottom of the lake. How do I get out? Lord, you spared me. How about the time in an accident? Lord, you rescued me. There are many things I think we should think about because that's why the goodness frees my prayer and intensifies my fasting and my almsgiving. You know, that's why we say, I don't eat steak on Friday, Lord, because you died and rose for me. That's how good you were for me. Because if you did not do that, Lord, I would be shut out of heaven. We do it for the loving God. And that's why in our Latin practices, we need to remember what God has done for you. Maybe you might say, when I made a mess out of my life, Lord, you saved me in that addiction. Or maybe you might say, Lord, there was once I was lost. I didn't know where to go. But God, you gave me direction and purpose. Maybe some of you would say, Lord, that one night I drove home drunk and I about hit that other person. You spared both of us. That's how good you are to us. Or maybe you might say, Lord, I've been very self-centered in my marriage. And you blessed my wife or husband to stay with me. Some of you might say, Lord, I haven't been to church in years, and I don't care what you think. But because you are so good, you drew me back to you. We all can have our own way of saying thank you. Because the goodness of God is meant to drive our penance. Point number two is from the gospel today. 
And this is not the first time we hear of somebody being tempted for 40 days. In fact, if we go back into the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4 and 6, we will see that the Israelites failed in all three of these temptations. They cried to God for manna because manna was not good enough. And today our Lord is hungry because he's been fasting for 40 days. But why is the Lord able to resist temptation? He's thinking of his loving daddy. He's thinking of you and me. And he's not thinking of himself. And I'm reminded of a priest in our diocese who for 40 days during Lent eats nothing but bread and drinks water. It's always fun to watch this priest as he intensifies every Lent to do something more. How much joy he is filled with come Easter. Because he's not carrying the baggage. He's not carrying the attachments with him. And that's why penance is not just simply about denying ourselves. It's more than that. Penance is not just about suffering. It's more than that. Penance drives me to trust and to surrender to God because God has been so darn good to me. Jesus knew the enemy and he knew himself. That's why he was in a position for battle. He withstood the three temptations. For 40 days, I think he would be hungry. What's the first thing Satan's going to say? Those stones might look like a loaf of bread, huh? Why don't you command those stones to become bread so that you can eat? But Jesus knows his identity. He knows his mission. And this first attack is going to be where he is weak. He has had no food for 40 days. The second temptation we're going to hear about is going to be about prayer, or power, and glory. Jesus knows he's the king. He knows what he's going to go through. But Satan's going to test and make him doubt, yes, am I king of all these kingdoms? Let me show you the kingdoms of the world. Even the devil knew he was a king, but he wants him to doubt who he is. And the third temptation, we see all about trust and fidelity to God. Yes, Lord Jesus, the devil says you spent time in prayer for 40 days. Let's see if God will catch you if you jump off that temple. You know, you can have all these angels coming to rescue you. Folks, have we learned nothing else today? The devil knows scripture. And the devil is trying to use scripture to go against our God. And that's why as we come, we need to know ourselves. We need to know the enemy and we need to know our Lord. I'd like to conclude today with a joke that a priest friend of mine helps us to understand Lent. I think he tells this joke every year. And it's about a joke of a priest getting a call to an emergency room in the middle of the night for somebody who is dying to give them last rites at two in the morning. Well, the priest got up and he threw on his clothes and he grabbed his vestments and his oils and he drove to the emergency room. The quick entrance was dark. There was an entrance that the, they would allow him in in the middle of the night and it was dark. And as he pulled up and parked, a man jumped out from behind the garbage bin 
and demanded all of his money. While the priest started to reach into his pockets to grab his wallet and his money and he was going to give it over to the man. And when he did, the thief noted that he was wearing a collar and he said, Sorry, Father, I will never rob a priest. While the priest wanted to leave his gift at the altar in generosity to thank the man, so he said, you know what, in my other coat pocket, I'm going to give you a cigar in generosity for not robbing me. And the man said, well, Father, I gave up smoking for Lent. Every penance is silly if we're not trying to get rid of sin in our hearts. That's the purpose of Lent. Some of you might struggle with church teaching. Maybe this is where the Lord wants to meet you this Lent. That you study a little bit harder as to the why. Maybe some of you are not honest in your business deals. God doesn't want you giving all kinds of money away. That's not the purpose. God wants to meet you in how you deal with others in your business. That's where he wants to meet you this Lent. God doesn't want you to give out chocolate if you only want to do it for what you want. Maybe God, this Lent, wants you to help you know your self-will and to strengthen it. The devil is not scared of anything else, but he is scared of one thing over and over again. Those that have childlike trust and confidence in God, he knows he will never defeat. How do we run to daddy this night? As a little child wanting to be held. As a little child that wants to be listened to. My encouragement for you this week is, what is my identity? What is my mission? And how am I running to the Father? Yes, Lent might seem like a desert, but the desert's going to end at some time. And when the desert ends, it's going to be an oasis because of what our God has done for us. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Amen.